Welcome to the podcast Appetite for Life with me, Karen Kelly, keeping this feel real as we discuss today's habitual lifestyle with various topics, the occasional guests, women in business and fun, interesting chat. Whether you're a stay-at-home parent, work from home, have a sleepy commute to the office or flying high around the globe, there's something for everyone and anything goes, but keep it clean. It's just everyday life and how we fill it, so tune in and pump up the volume. It's good to talk with an appetite for life. Welcome to the third and final series of this mini-series, Novels and Novellas. And in this series, we're talking about the finished article. So basically, this is it. You've finished your novel. It's polished. It's final. You have a title, a synopsis, and it's all sat waiting patiently in your documents folder. Now what? Well, you have to get it out there now for the publishing. If, like me, you think you can just contact a publisher and they'll be so excited by your story that they'll offer you a publishing deal there and then. You'll be an award-winning, money-making, film-producing author by the end of the week, if not the day. Mm. Unfortunately, this doesn't always quite happen. In fact, this part of the game is rather soul-destroying. You might be one of the lucky ones, but if not, you need to rub on a few extra layers of thick skin and get used to possible. Dear John's, not interested, not for us, need some work, no thank you, no, 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 no. I had a a reply from a publisher within an hour once. How rude, I was crushed and I couldn't quite believe how quick the turnaround was. Was it really red? Are they kidding? But they are the professionals, they know what they're doing and most of the time know exactly what they're looking for. Try not to be too disappointed, we've all been there. Make sure you research each publisher to ensure your genre is what they're looking for. If they're searching for the perfect sci-fi, there's no wonder they've rejected your chick-lick drama. Turn any rejection into a positive and ask for feedback as to why your manuscript didn't quite make the cut. And remember, J.K. Rowling was turned down many times before her work was acknowledged, but now... Harry Potter is laughing all the way to the Gringotts Wizarding Bank. It's a numbers game and generally the look of the draw. Your novel might just land on the right person's desk at the right time and be just what they're looking for. But if it lands on the same desk some months later, they could have already moved on to a different page. So research um, their style. So when you're looking at publishers, research their style, their genres and authors and see if your work is a good fit for them. Give examples of where your work slots into the market, maybe compare to, to current authors they have on their books. Read their submission guidelines and follow them word for word. They have guidelines for reasons, so don't just think that a generic letter and a chapter attachment will suffice. Each publisher is unique and individual. They could ask for a one-page synopsis or they could ask for a 25-page synopsis. I know, another synopsis. Ah! Let me remind you, though, that publishers are not the enemy. In fact, if you check their website, they do hold various workshops for authors and new talent. And it could actually go in your favour. So be patient. It's just a numbers game and finding the right fit for you. So obviously one way of looking at it is to approach lots of publishers. There is books out there that you can buy on Amazon or in bookshops. Uh, The Writer's Market is an example of where you can find a list of literary agents and publishers all over the UK, all over the world actually. So it is just making sure you find the right one for you. It is a numbers game, like I've said before. The more you send off, the more good replies you might get back. Another option is to self-publish. So if you do decide that self-publishing is the way forward, you literally do become the publisher and are responsible for everything that they would do on your behalf, such as typesetting, proofreading, 
cover design, ISBN, printing, marketing, the list goes on. And it can be quite costly. You won't want to hear this, but writing your novel, no matter how hard that was, is the easy bit. There are many self-publishing platforms out there to use, which you'll find via your search engine. Some that easily come to mind are Creative Space and Amazon and Lightning Source. Again, do your research. Look for a global platform with companies worldwide already waiting to list your novel. Each platform will also have step-by-step guidelines on how to use their website, upload your manuscript and front cover images. If you're anything like me though, you may need a techie chap or lady that knows their way around a design package, as there's jargon I certainly didn't understand. But don't worry, you can get help with this. Anyway, before you actually upload anything, there's still quite some work to do. So something to think about is typesetting or typography. This is how the text sits on each page and where your words are prepared to be read by potential buyers. So you're so used to reading uh, on your PC, probably in an A4 format, in either Arial or Times New Roman maybe, but text appears completely different in an average 6x9 paperback. You'll be choosing font size, font type, spacing, widows, widows you might ask? Widows are single words sitting alone on the line, thus leaving too much white space drawing in. In, uh, the reader's eye um, or something similar like that so there's, there's just things you, you pick up along the way but don't panic you don't really need to, to get bogged down with this and it's best to outsource and get a professional typesetter to do this for you um, it's not overly expensive and they know what they're doing and they know what they're talking about they'll ask you to proofread the typesetting document once it's done um, and your copy editor will probably uh, do this for you in fact they will probably know and work alongside a typesetter anyway. So try not to get too bogged down with what, what I've just said about widows and things like that. But that's what typesetting does. It sets it in your paperback, on your pages, so it looks absolutely beautiful and again, polished. So make sure you outsource that. They're not too expensive and definitely worth the weight in gold. The other thing is the ISBN numbers. This is the International Standard Book Number. This is an essential part of self-publishing. Now, the ISBN number is very similar to a car registration. It's unique to your book. So depending on which platform you use, they could be supplied either with the package or you can buy individual or groups of ISBN numbers yourself. You literally are buying a list of numbers which become unique to each novel that you write. So just a quick note on this, though. Do your research on ISBN numbers. I don't want to get too bogged down with it now. But if you choose to, say, use a platform with the, where the ISBN is included, some bookshops could recognise that ISBN as a competitor. I don't want to open a can of worms now on this subject, so do research your platform and research the ISBNs separately before you make any decisions and part with your money. I appreciate this all sounds like a big fat headache and sometimes it really is. However, the sense of achievement when you order your first proof copy and then see it on Amazon is amazing. So stay focused. Another very important thing to think about is the cover design, your front cover of your book. You may already have an image or design which evolved with your story. So you can either use a professional artist to design your front cover or there are companies out there with ready-made images just waiting for you to click and go. Simples. Again, this is something to research online in your search engine. Think of your genre and the audience you want to attract. The cover will stay with you for life. So it's really, really important. 
There's also the price of your book to be considered. The price is printed on the back of your novel along with the ISBN and sometimes the genre as well. So you need to place your recommended re retail price in line with other novels with similar word count and page count and even genre. £7.99, £8.99 are approximate average prices for a 6 by 9 paperback, although you will probably only receive £1.30 for each sale. This is normal, don't worry. For example, if you use Lightning Source as your platform and distributor who instantly make your novel available on Amazon, once an order is placed via the Amazon platform, Lightning Source will take care of the order right through to delivery to your customer. So they have to take their cut. It's called print-on-demand. Has the word distributor filled you with dread or fear? If you don't make it clear who the distributor is, all orders will drop into your inbox and you have to take care of them. So unless you're happy doing that and being the distributor, just let the platform you use be your distributor as well. OK, so we're nearly there, aren't we? So your novel is available on Amazon and maybe other bookshop platforms online, ready to order. So all your customer has to do is add to basket. Well, that's all well and good, but how do your customers even know that your book exists? This is where the PR comes in. You'll need to do all the marketing yourself, which means getting your book out there. And of course, the best way to do this is use social media. Now, this can be really nerve-wracking. So if you've created your social media pages, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, which is really good for business, whatever you put on there, if you introduce your book and say it's coming soon, there's no turning back. But you don't want to turn back. You've done all the hard work. It's now available to anyone out there. So let's get some sales in. What's really good advice I would give is if you're using all the platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and there's others I probably don't even know about, try and use a generic picture and biography so it's the same on every platform so you recognize and people will start they will start get to know who you are and what you're all about the other thing to do is look at bloggers to do some really great reviews for you you can either pay bloggers or just a free book will suffice for many of them these are worth their weight in gold and you can put them on your biography on your platform for others to read if they want to, uh, to purchase your book once you're set up with paperback the other thing you need to think about is maybe putting it on ebook so people can read it on iPhones or Kindles. There's another very small cost involved with that, but whatever platform you use, this will be available to you. And again, it's brilliant. There's lots of people out there who would rather just read anything on their Kindles. They have, you know, lots of books downloaded, just waiting waiting to read on holiday or, or whatever. Me, I prefer the smell of a freshly new book, book and the pages are lovely and crisp with the ink on there. I love it, love it, love it. But not everyone does. So... It's always good to give people an alternative. And the other thing now, which is really up and coming, is audio books. Now, this is actually really an expensive thing to do, but it is the way forward. You can pay up to about £4,000. I think it's something like 0.05p per word. So if you've got a novel that's 90,000 words, that's going to cost you quite a few thousand pounds. But it is the way forward. You might know somebody that can do it. You could even do it yourself, but it is worth thinking about. So even though you are self-publishing, you don't need to cut corners or rush the process. You still want your novel to look inviting and professional. If you do it right, no one will know or even care that your hard work has been self-published. So that's the end of this mini-series for novels and novellas. I hope you've taken away some interesting facts that will really help you go forward with your work. And I wish you all the best. Good luck. 
You've been listening to An Appetite for Life with me, Karen Kelly, sponsored by Dane Bank Dental Practice, where happiness starts with a smile. If you have anything you wish to bring to my attention or discuss on this podcast, then please get in touch. You can email me, Karen Linda Kelly, at btinternet.com. It's good to talk with an appetite for life.